On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me the trials and tribulations of 2023. It's Podmos, bitches. I'm scrolling TikTok at 3 a.m. because my nervous system's too fucked to go to sleep and I feel too anxious to put my phone down. Is that why I'm having an existential crisis? There are always going to be a million other things you could have decided to do. <laughs> I'm broken. Hello again. Okay, this is going to be a good episode if you just feel like sitting and chatting. Like you don't necessarily need like punchy lessons or learnings. Yesterday was very personal developmenty, listicle, giving you self help tips that actually worked for me today. We're just reflecting on the year. Bar is in the background. I don't have a cup of tea today or right now in this moment. Well, I have a bit of leftover tea. I haven't had a new one. Normally I would do a new one for every episode, but I don't have any milk, soy or oat milk or any type of milk. Dairy-free, of course, because if I drank a dairy milk, I would sugar my pants. Again, trying to be more ad-friendly because maybe one day YouTube will allow me to monetize these and they probably won't if I swear constantly. So maybe we'll swear it, save the swearing for later, don't worry. Let's do our morning check-in. Reminder, if you want to add your favorite journal prompt to the check-in jar, there is a link in the description. You can fill out a form, submit it, and I will add it to the jar. Alternatively, if you live in England and you want to come to my house and you want to meet up and you want to add one manually, send me a message at we're all like other girls on Instagram. I'm being deadly serious. Like I genuinely want that to happen. Let's do this morning check-in and then we will talk about this year that we've just had. Grab a cup of tea. I don't know why. Oh, that's why I brought up the bar milk situation because this is the perfect episode. Maybe... I imagine you're either maybe walking on the treadmill. Like I love listening to podcasts, walking on the treadmill. I've recently got into the Stairmaster, which is like hell on earth. And sometimes I need to listen to like intense music to get through it. But I love listening to podcasts when I'm doing that or just going for a nice wintry walk. Maybe you've got your headphones in. This is just going to be a nice one. Okay. We're just going to chat. This is you and me reflecting on our year. You can hear the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations of my year, the ways that I have spectacularly failed at my goals and the ways that maybe I have not failed in some unexpected ways. Um, But let's do the check-in. So the check-in question that I've just pulled is, what could I do today to be 1% more of the person I want to be? For some reason, that made me a bit (laughs) choked up as I was reading it. It just like, like felt that in my eyes and my throat. What could I do today to be 1% more of the person I want to be? Love that one. Um, I think today, whenever I ask myself like what type of person do I want to be, the type of person I want to be is I want to be the type of person that when people leave interactions with me, they feel like they could do anything. And they feel like, don't know why I'm getting emotional about it. I feel like I'm going to cry. I wonder where I am in my cycle. I've just had my period, so I shouldn't be too emotional. I want people to leave a conversation they've had with me and be like, damn, I can do that thing I always wanted to do. Or I should do this. And I just want people to be around me and just like feel good about themselves and feel like they can do things. And yeah, I guess I just want people to 
feel good about themselves when they're around me. And so coming back to the question, what could I do to be 1% more of that person? Is I guess just being that person when I interact with the next person I interact with, which will likely be my sister because we live together and I don't know how much I intend on leaving the house today. <laughs> um, so I guess it's just always coming back and something I could do to be that person is, or maybe even I have been receiving some very not nice comments in on TikTok and Instagram, which is completely fine. Like I don't really mind and it's not getting me down. If I want to be the type of person that people feel good around, maybe I could post or share something filled with positivity and hope today in the hopes that that kind of transmutes some of the negative energy that is going on on my social media at the moment. So that and just being that person for my sister when she comes home from work, we're going to go to the Christmas market today, I think. There is a vegan bakery that is at the Christmas markets and they do the best mince pies I've ever had. So we're going to go there and I could be good to them and I could ask them about their day and because it's going to be cold and the weather's kind of rubbish. So I feel like those are all things I could do today to be the person that I want to be and just be more of that person. That was lovely. Oh my God, that was so wholesome. Love that. We need more wholesomeness for we're all like other girls, I think. Okay, let's talk about 2023. Now, I love listening to people review their year and I'm just going to do, I've written it down. I don't know what the title of this episode is going to be yet, but I'm writing it down as my tops and flops, my tops and flops of 2023. And then at the end, I've got my 12 questions that I use to reflect on the year and that I'm like, this is how I'll do my actual annual review um, for me personally and for my business and for my brands. So I'll share those questions with you at the end and I'll just run through them. But let's talk about my tops and flops for this year. Now, this has been the first time ever. You know when people are like, I can't believe it's the end of the year. Can't believe it's the end of the year. It's gone so quick. I feel the complete opposite. I feel like this has been the young, longest, youngest. This has been the longest year of my life. I, at the beginning of the year, I went to Antarctica in January of 2023. That feels like 12 years ago. Okay, that feels like such a long time ago. I don't know what I've done this year. And maybe maybe that is something to account for it. And we will get into that. But fuck me. Oh, back to the swearing. That's okay. We're a few minutes in now. This has been the longest year of my life. Not in a bad way, but just in a long way. So let's talk about the tops. I think my biggest one, like when I went to write these down, my biggest, the biggest thing that came to me is I've visited a lot of new places this year. Like cool new places, places that were like, on my list of places to go. Number one, just told you, I went to number one. Just, so if you don't remember, at the beginning of the year, my Nana is an icon, a legend. She loves to travel. Like she has traveled more than I've ever met anyone in my entire life. Granted, she's a little bit older than most of my friends. So it makes sense. She's had more time to travel, but she travels loads and she really wanted to go to Antarctica. And we had previously talked about like bucket list destinations. And I said, one place I've always want to go to, wanted to go is Antarctica because it's just so random. Like it's so out there and it's so different to anywhere I've been before. It's not like you can just hop on a flight, pop to Antarctica in the same way that I like hopped on a flight to Mexico and just lived in Mexico for six months. And so I told her that. And then a few months later, she messaged me and was like, hey, do you fancy going to Antarctica? And I genuinely thought she was joking. I was sat in a cafe in Portugal with my best friend Kat and she sent me this message and I was like, there's no way she's being serious. And then within two weeks it was booked. And then 
like a month later, we went to Antarctica and it was crazy. And because of that, so you fly to Argentina. So we flew to Buenos Aires, spent two nights in Buenos Aires. Then we flew to, God, what is it called? We flew to like the southernmost point of Argentina, the name of which is escaping me now. Ushuaia, Ushuaia, um, spent like a night there and then did two weeks on a cruise to Antarctica. It was insane. I, yeah, I've just never been more blown away by a place, obviously. It is just the craziest thing, like uh, the icebergs and the whales and the penguins everywhere. And just, it's just something I've never experienced. And I've never been like a cold weather gal, but I would do that trip over and over and over again. So that was really cool. And obviously like that's like the seventh continent. So I only have one more continent to go before I've visited all seven continents. So I need to do Africa. Um, and I've arbitrarily, but I've told myself I want to do it by the time I'm 30. So by the time I'm 30, I need to go to Africa and then I'll have visited all seven continents, which is such a flex. I was going to swear again, but I'm going to try and limit that. I also heard, and people do say that swearing is a sign of unintelligence because it means you don't have the vocabulary to uh, fill your sentences without swearing. I have an excellent vocabulary, okay? So I should not need to swear. I also ticked off a few other places. Like I went to Paris twice this year, actually. Um, and I loved Paris. It was obviously, I feel like Paris is kind of on everyone's bucket list. I loved Paris. So quaint and fun and I love just being able to walk around with a baguette nowhere and I really think we should take a leaf out of Paris's book here nowhere else in the world can you walk around munching on an entire baguette I don't want to do this too much but munching on an entire baguette and nobody bats an eyelid I love that you know you can just walk around munching on bread no condiments not it's not a sandwich it's just an entire baguette and nobody cares I love that. I feel like we should really bring that to England. Imagine just like stuffing your face with like a loaf of Hovis. Um, New York. I've mentioned I've just been to New York City. New York City was also one of those iconic places that you're like, it's New York. I have to go. I went there this year. Absolutely loved it. Could live there. Could move there. Um, if someone who lives in New York or the US wants to marry me so I can have a green card and be in the US and live in New York and live my Blair and Serena life for a few months or even like a year, maybe forever. Who knows? Where else did I go? I've been to Vienna this year. I went to Chicago, Denver, Colorado. I went to San Diego. I went to LA again, which is, I want to like LA, but I just, I don't know if I can. I want to like LA. Um, but it's just, I think I want to like it because it's like nice weather. It's by the beach, lots of cool food. Um, but there's just something about it that it just didn't, just doesn't tickle my pickle. I, I wish it did. So I've been very, very lucky this year with travel and I do feel very, very grateful about it. I've just ticked off a, a lot of really cool places and I love that for myself. <laughs> the uh, Another great part of this year, I think, is I've managed to kind of explore other versions of myself without overanalyzing. Now something, I think I did a podcast episode about this a long time ago. Um, something I really held very strongly to my identity was the fact that I didn't shave. Now I, for a few years, didn't shave my armpits. I didn't shave my leg, didn't shave my bikini, didn't shave anything. And I was just kind of exploring what it was like to not shave. And I really wanted to kind of unpack the way that societal body standards had been kind of conditioned into me. And so I was like, no, I want to love my body how it is without shaving. And so that's what I did. But I always just felt very at war with it because I that was the type of person I wanted to be. But whether it was just societal conditioning so deep that I just couldn't get out of it, 
I still didn't feel like beautiful and I couldn't love it. I couldn't love like the hairy legs and the hairy armpits on myself. But because I was holding myself to that standard that I'd set myself, I was like, no, I don't want to shave. I want to defy these beauty standards that have been conditioned onto us by the patriarchy and by society and this billion dollar industry so we can make money in their literally productizing and monetizing off of our hatred for our own bodies that are so natural and men do not get the same treatment. Wow, I'm getting angry. <laughs> All the men in my comments at the moment are like, oh, you just seem like an angry woman. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, you've hit the nail on the head. Thank you for seeing me in all of my glory. But this year, I somehow just let that go. And I was like, do you know what, Polly? You can be whatever version of yourself you want to be. And if you want to shave your fucking legs, then it's fine. If you want to wear makeup, that's fine. And I've talked about this on many episodes, so I won't go too much into it. But it was just nice to stop overanalyzing every single behavior that I had been kind of following and just like follow the flow of who I wanted to be next you know so I just like went to Antarctica and then I went to Paris and then I stayed in England for a bit and I went to the US and it was just fun to follow different ideas without overanalyzing and I think that's been really good for me it's been I've seen a lot of different versions of myself and I really at the moment feel like myself I feel very much like comfy in who I am I like who I'm being at the moment and that's been really nice I don't feel like I'm kind of at war with myself at the moment which I love obviously that's lovely I started this podcast this year which is great and I have thought about starting a podcast before and I don't know where it's gonna go but again it's been fun to do that without over analyzing it too much and like needing to know where it's going to go it's just been fun to start it and connect with people about it and in starting it, I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself in terms of like my self-doubts and the way that I view myself, um, the topics that I find interesting because I like look up topics and I research topics and it's interesting to see like what I gravitate towards. Um, yeah, I'm, an interest I'm interested to see where it goes, um, but I'm proud that this was the year that I actually started it and I have kind of committed to it. And I mean, we're doing Podmas and this has been fucking, like I said yesterday, I feel like I can't remember a time where I wasn't podcasting every day. We are eight days in and there's still a fair amount to go. Um, so if you have any topic requests, let me know because there are a lot of days still to go. But yeah, it's been fun and I'm really proud of starting this podcast today. And no matter where it goes, I think I will be proud of the fact that I committed myself to doing this, even though it was very out of my comfort zone and continues to be out of my comfort zone. And the last thing that is kind of small but big... I think the best things are always small but kind of profound or like big in a larger sense is that this was the first year that I lived with my sister alone. So the apartment that I'm in now, the place that I'm sitting, is an apartment that my sister and I share. And obviously when I travel, she lives here alone. But then when I come back, I live here with her. And this is the first time that we've kind of had this. Um, we moved in at the beginning of this year. Prior to this, whenever I would come back from traveling, I would go and live with my mum and I would live in my mum's house. But this has been the first year where we've had this apartment and the first year where we've lived together out of like our parents' house, like not living with our mum. And that's been really fun. It's been fun to like get to know each other on a different level. I want to get her to do an episode I'm hoping, I'm trying to like figure out the microphone situation, but I guess we could just do it without microphones. Um, I think I'm just like putting, I'm putting problems that aren't there 
um, to this situation because maybe I'm a bit nervous to have somebody else on the podcast. But I, yeah, I want to put her on the pod. So I don't know what she would say about living with me. I think that would be quite funny to hear. Um, but it's been fun to live with her and get to know her in that way. And we spend so much time together now. We're living very different lives at the moment. She's a lawyer and I do this. So that says, I think, everything that needs to be said. But yeah, that's been really fun. And I think, you know me, I'm always thinking about the retrospect. I'm always thinking, how will I look back at this time? And will I be proud of the way I'm spending this time? And I think this will be a period, even though my life right now, I'm just kind of like, I get up, I like do regular things. We go to the gym, she works, I podcast, like nothing is like incredible and extravagant and we're not like traveling the world and we're not doing crazy things but I think I'll look back at this time and be like I'm so glad we spent this time together and we lived we together yeah and just like did the small life things together that I think really allow you to kind of build a life you know like so much of life is just doing the mundane and it's been fun to be able to build and do that with her I think I'll look back on it and be happy that I did that. So that was my year. That was like, they're kind of the highs of my year. I mean, I could go, I won't go too much into like all of the highs of traveling. Like I can do an episode, I guess, about like the different countries I've been to and breaking that down. But I'm, I don't know, I'm in my mind, I'm like, is that braggy? Like, I don't want to like be like, these are all the places I traveled to and you didn't go anywhere. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the flops of 2023 because this is hilarious. I was reading through the goals that I set for myself at the beginning of this year and just the amount that things have changed this year is just hilarious to me. So my statement, so in my phone note, I have a note called 2023. And at the beginning of the year, I basically, and I'll do the same for 2024, I write down the kind of like the goal areas of the life of my life for that year and things I want to focus on. And then to be honest, I don't really go back to it very often. If I'm like every month, if I'm thinking, okay, what do I want to do this month? I'll look back and be like, right, if these are my big goals for this year, what do I need to do this month and things like that. But I don't like habitually go back to it. So I went back to it and this is my goal statement. So the statement that I wrote for myself about the kind of theme for 2023 is the following. This year is about skill development, networking, and becoming the type of person, brackets, health, energy, habits, and self-belief that can have, close brackets, that can have a successful, enjoyable, thriving, creative, and passionate life. I've never heard more fluff come out of my mouth, okay? What does that even mean? Okay, that was very unspecific. And I think that's kind of the theme of my year is that it has been very unspecific. I didn't really know what this year was going to hold for me. And looking back, I don't really know where this year could kind of like fit in. Um, like lots of my years have had very clear themes. Like 2020, I started my business. That was like the first year that I had ever attempted to do anything other than work nine to five. 2021 was like hustle year. Like I really fucking worked hard that year. Everything I did was about my business, making money and building my freelance business. 2023 was like my creative year. Uh, 2022 was like my creative year. Um, and I did a lot of creative work. I worked as a creator for a lot of companies. And it was also like my fun travel year, living in Mexico, very much like four hour work week vibes. And yeah, so that was like a very creative, playful year. This year, I'm not sure what the label would be. Like, if I had to tell you, I'm not sure. But I think maybe I'll be able to see that in retrospect. I think when you're in it, it's quite hard to, I guess, like see or be able to know 
what phase of your life you're in until you're out of it. So where did I flop this year? I feel like overall, like reading that statement, my goal was kind of about like the soft skills. You know, it wasn't like I need to make this much money. I need to achieve X, Y, Z. I didn't really have any big goals coming into this year. I think I just wanted to improve on myself, learn some different things, learn some different like soft skills, get healthier, build habits, I think was kind of like the intention of this year. My healthy habits for this year have been put on the back burner yet again. Why do I keep doing this? I need to look into my subconscious beliefs around me being a healthy person because I just lost track. I think, well, I did. The thing is, I don't think that's really fair, maybe, because I do go to the gym. Like, I go to the gym a few days a week when I'm here. I go to yoga a few days a week as well. I really want to get back into pole dancing. That needs to be one of my New Year's resolutions because I miss pole dancing with all of my being. And like I said yesterday, in like, growth happens in an upward spiral and so sometimes it feels like you're flopping and you're actually not it's just like the natural cycle of progress I think I would like to put more of a priority on just like having a sexy body you know like I miss having a sexy body I miss being really toned and like I know it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things but I want to feel healthy I want to feel energized I want to feel confident and I think with that comes like treating my body well and like exercising frequently I think I need some sort of like physical goal you know when people like train for a marathon I don't want to train for a marathon but I think having a goal that in the pursuit of the goal you become the person you want to become I think that's what I need so I need to like set a goal of like I don't know competing in a pole dancing show uh, or like being able to do headstands or handstands or something so like in the pursuit of that goal it will require me to build habits that will allow me to become the person I want to be so I guess like that is just a bit of a flop like my health prioritization and like building healthy habits has not really happened it doesn't matter I've got next year Okay, another flop. Okay, these happened at the beginning of the year. The beginning of the year, I think I was very much like, what the fuck am I doing with this year? I, there are two things that I think are hilarious that I'm actually laughing about reading now. The first thing is, I thought I was going to become an Arctic explorer. (laughs) So at the beginning of this year, after going to Antarctica, I was blown away by the landscape and it was incredible. And I think that mixed with what am I doing with my life blended perfectly into me deciding that I wanted to become an Arctic explorer. I went on this training course thing that I found that was very close to me and they basically train you how to be Arctic explorers and go to the Arctic and like do science or take people out on like um, excursions and trips in the Arctic and I was like yeah I could do that I could go and live in the Arctic I could go and explore the Arctic and I convinced myself that this is what I was going to do and then it came round to it and I think you have to fundraise quite a lot of money and at that point I was like okay do I actually want to dedicate myself to this and I decided no honestly I mean I think I even made some TikToks about it if you scroll back to my TikTok maybe I deleted them I can't remember but I was so convinced I was going to become an Arctic explorer did that happen no what I forget is I don't like the cold okay I don't know what made me think that I would be thriving in like sub-zero conditions I don't like the cold unless I can come back onto the cruise ship from the Antarctic expedition drink a glass of wine and get in the hot tub which is what happened on my Antarctica expedition. (laughs) The other thing that I did that was an absolute flop was I invested, I can't remember how much money I spent on this. I think I've blocked it out because it is traumatizing. I invested over a thousand pounds into a documentary filmmaking course. Again, 
it was just one of those things where I just found something and I was like, oh, I like video. I like editing. I like activism and like making the world a bit of a better place. Why don't I become a documentary filmmaker? And so I invested in this course, which is a great course. Like if you wanted to become a documentary filmmaker, it would have been perfect. If I decide to become a documentary filmmaker, that is the course that I will go to because it is fantastic. I invested in a camera, which I'm filming on now. So I guess it didn't all go to waste. Now I'm filming this podcast on it. But yeah, I thought I was going to be a documentary filmmaker for a few months. I really committed myself to that. And I was like filming things every day. I had a series called filming, like making videos every day until I figure out what I want to do with my life. I think I did like 20 or something. And I was like, no, what I love the idea of it. I think this is the thing. And I, I don't regret it because I think I had to do it to know how I felt about it. But I love the idea of it. I love that you can. I love how documentaries make me feel when I watch them. I guess, first of all. So I loved the idea of doing that. I loved, again, the idea of like being creative, being freelancing, writing stories. Like I love writing, but I think maybe it's something I would go into again. Like I do like making videos. I just, maybe this is a limiting belief, but I don't know if I see myself as like a creative person. And I think that really got in the way because I was like watching people create these like incredible videos. And I just thought, God, can I do that? Like, am I this type of person? Do I want to be that type of person? Do I prefer chatting shit to a microphone? We'll see. Um, but yeah, that was a part of my life at the beginning of the year that very quickly evaporated. And I guess the last flop, which isn't necessarily a flop, this all kind of feels like the, a downward in the upward spiral. I think sometimes you just have to retract. There is no real, if I look back and say like tangible progress, I can't really say this is what I achieved this year. I think this was almost like not a filler year, but I think earlier I said it was like a soft skills year. There were no tangible achievements. Like in 2021, I was like, I could have been like, I sold this amount of courses. I made this much money. I did X, Y, Z. Whereas this year, I don't really feel like I have that. And I think that's almost like a mental game to not let myself be down on myself for that. I think some years you have more tangible progress than others. And just because there are no like tangible X, Y, Z things that you can say you achieved, it doesn't mean you didn't have a good year and it doesn't mean there weren't things in your life and your year that were special and worth celebrating. So I guess that could be seen as a flop, but I also see that as kind of a win because I'm getting to appreciate the softer things and appreciate that not all growth and progress looks like massive one-liner achievements that I could share on Instagram. You know, sometimes it just looks like I lived with my sister. I got to know her better. I spent more time with my family. I started yoga. I go to the gym sometimes. I like my apartment. I lived in England for longer than I have in a long time. I got my dad's new puppy with him, which I never would have normally been home for if I'd have been traveling, jet setting, doing all of those crazy things that I've been doing the past few years. So just like a lot of soft things. I think you can celebrate the soft, smaller things just as much as you can the big ones. To finish us off, I want to read you the 12 questions that I use to reflect on my year. These, I haven't done my full review yet, but I will be doing it. And then I'm going to set my goals for next year. And maybe I'll share them with you if you want to listen. Um, let me know if you want me to do a bit of a goal setting for 2024 podcast. We've got quite a few left to go, so it makes sense to do one. Um, okay, so these are the 12 questions. 12 questions. Maybe I'll put some music. Polly, editing Polly, put some music in the background while we 
read these out. So these are the 12 questions to reflect on your 2023. What time was well spent? What time was well spent? What money was well spent? What were your favorite memories? What did you accomplish or complete? Did you make progress on your big goals? What felt successful about the year? Did you overcome any obstacles? What did you learn about yourself? Who nurtured and supported you this year? And who did you enjoy supporting? Is there anywhere you let yourself down this year? And which goals did you not achieve and why? And those are a really good foundation. I think once you've reflected on those, you'll be in a good position to be like 2024, new year, same me, different goals. Okay, if you got to the end of this, let me know one top and one flop for you for 2023. Either one, both, I want to know. Love you loads. See you tomorrow for Podmas Day. What day is this? It's day eight. So see you tomorrow for Podmas Day nine. Damn. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Every person who views this and listens to We're All Like Other Girls, I love you so fucking much. I hope we meet next year. Um, Thank you so much for listening. See you tomorrow.